Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Danny V. Joining me on this very special NaNoWriMo 2020 journey are authors Adrian Beck, Tristan Banks, Julian Negri, and special guest Holden Shepard. We talk about our nano progress for 2020. We talk about our challenges. We hope you can join us too. Welcome back, Nano Gang, Team Nano Driver. We have Julianne Negri, magnificent as usual, and Tristan Banks and Adrian Beck vying for third place on the word graph. Oh, come on. What, do we have to start with that? We're going to pump us up. We're all going well, and how good is this? And everyone's supporting each other, and you start with vying for third place. We oh, are your graph. guests, Danny. <laughs> You know that you have been the ones keeping me going. You are as resplendent as always, and I'm so happy to be part of this little ABBA gang. So jumpsuits for all next week. (laughs) Julianne and I are wearing our jumpsuits today, and next week Adrian and Tristan will be wearing theirs. Yes. I cannot wait. I'm going to wear a birthday suit. Please don't. (laughs) That escalated. Adrian's got a great body for radio. So... <laughs> and a, a good head for radio too. So I've got, I'm the complete package. They tell me now. Should we do the uh, the word the all important word count that we've been talking about? Let's is that do what it. You, is that what you want to do? Let's do, it. Let's do See it. where we're at because I've oh. been put on graph duty, which I love. Um, that was your idea. You wanted to be put on graph duty. Yeah, I'm saying that sincerely. I'm just you're just so used to all my sarcasm that whenever I, I say something, it's like the boy who cried wolf. I actually love doing the graph. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So here was, we go. Maybe we should start at the bottom and work our way up so it gets exciting. I was bottom of the graph last week on seven thousand one hundred and ninety words. Still yes. a solid effort, Tristan. Yeah, you hey, that's good. Thank you, Danny. Yeah. But I, it feels like you're sort of um, you know looking down on me a little bit, being. <laughs> <laughs> You're a week in though. That's still you know, over a thousand words a day. So that's, that's a pat on the back and good on your champ. Kind of <laughs> Tristan, you know I love you. Stop it. Um, and then there was me and I was 8,820. I was next. I'm the pink line and I was at 17,683. And was it really only a week ago? It oh was. my goodness. I, know. <laughs> I, know. I feel like and I'm the... more since then. Yeah. <laughs> And, and the then Danny, the Danny, right the at the top. Wow. I'm just writing lots. 1,372 words last week. Amazing. Crazy. But, right. but then I had a crisis. We can well, talk about that later. Well, let's have a look at the, let's have a look at how things have changed. So Danny went from 20,000 odd words and she got up to 30,000 <gasps> words. Wow. Oh that is actually incredible. That, Danny, that's amazing. But it's, can I say, I'm not sucking up, but it's all due to you. I was ready to go, that's it. I can't do any more. And you're all yelling at me in caps lock on Twitter. And so I kept writing. <laughs> so thank you. 30,000 30, in 15 days, though, to keep up a kind of 2,000 average a day for 15 days is really good. You know, I, 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 make, I do like 3,000 and then five words the next day, you know. So <laughs> we're sort of kept up this amazing average. Yeah, that is that is really good, and I can see where you dipped a bit. So I guess I guess we're going to talk about our challenges. Yeah. yeah, we're going to talk about our challenges soon. So I can sort of see that on the graph where that happens. Okay, now we go to uh, second place from last week, the wonderful Julianne Negri, and she was at seventeen thousand, as we said, and she went up to five thousand. She hit that magical Whoa. halfway point. What a legend! Wow. Good work, Julianne. Only, only just, only just made it today, but just want to keep on the graph 
look at you flirting with that blue line that you have to, the, the 50K blue line. You're below it, above it, below it, above it. And Danny's just <laughs> well above it. I wonder if Kristen and I are going to get anywhere near it at all. <laughs> today was the 25K point, wasn't it? Yeah, Halfway, today, 15th yeah. of November. So yes. today the goal was 25. So you are bang on track. Well done. That's See, my, my focus has been on flattening the curve. <laughs> so, nice yeah. one, nice we'll one. I'm just trying you... to keep it nice and low and easy. And, <laughs> well, we'll see how you went because I, uh, I heard a whisper that you might have bought uh, an iPad just so that you could get a few extra words done in a convenient spot here and there throughout the day. So that's interesting that you're going to those lengths. Anyway, then there was me. Uh, I was on 8,800 and I went up. <gasps> oh, that's a stellar effort. Do 22 20, and a bit. Wow. Wow. Look at that momentum. The and graph I, just goes boom. I was almost catching up that uh, that little pink line there from Julianne, but um, she's pulled ahead again. But, uh, yeah, so uh, getting close to that 25K mark, but I didn't quite make it, Not unlike unlike our first two um, nanorimers. And then we've got Tristan now. Tristan, as I said, he bought the iPad. He's, <laughs> oh, he's I, didn't been... buy, I didn't buy the iPad. <laughs> He stole it off his kids. <laughs> anyway, he's he's <laughs> somehow procured an iPad. Dash at it somehow. Yeah, he's he's got the iPad. He doesn't normally work on a weekend. Normally it's family time, but uh, the pressure's got to the young man. I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> and he was on seven thousand one hundred ninety last week, and this week he is on fifteen thousand two hundred fifty eight. Wow. You carefully at my line, it does tilt up slightly from what it was last week. I mean, does. and you know what, uh, 15, what, what's the, it's the 14th today. 15. I'm usually a thousand word a day guy. Uh, when I'm, when I'm writing a novel, like I can write, um, I can write younger kind of funnier stuff at a, at a faster rate. But when I'm writing a novel, I try it for 2000 words. I only get a thousand words. And so actually I've only really been writing for 10 days cause I haven't done weekends. So 15 mm. is actually yeah. pretty by my low standards. <laughs> but if we say as well who wrote the most this week that would be adrian would it not my maths is terrible but that's yeah, true right my maths isn't good enough for that because you went um, from eight oh gosh um, eight to 22 hang on let me just let me just have a look here uh so daddy you I did, did 10. Uh, about ten thousand in a week yeah. julianne you did about Eight, would you say? About 8,000? Yeah. yeah. And Tristan, uh, we know Tristan. Uh, I'm calling myself Tristan. I did uh, eight to 22. So I did f- about, f- is that 14? Yeah. 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 So and then Tristan it. did about seven, seven, seven and a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you smashed it. Do we think that Adrian's telling the truth? <laughs> Adrian always tells the truth. You know what? I really feel like I did not get off to a flyer because I had three or four days there where I had the kids at home. And when the kids are at home, I can't get anything done. Yeah. I just can't. And, um, and so I was, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was sort of didn't put my best foot forward, but then I was able to uh, like a little bit of competition sort of. Well, it was actually the day. Do you remember the day that I oh, oh, yes. took you and then you went, you went on a crazy caps lock rant on <laughs> And, uh, and, and you, you kind of, you went postal and then you just, that's when the word count just tick. Look at the, look how he's going tick, 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 just ticking along. And then yeah. boom. boom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Near yeah. to beat we, Tristan. Where, that, where that, you that, do that. see that uptick, that is the day that Tristan almost caught me. It's interesting <laughs> though, because when you look at the graph and we'll put this on social media for people, you can see our, um, our crisis and our competition yeah. and our, you know, our, the way we're journeying, journeying emotionally through the graph, I reckon. 
Yeah, it's telling yeah. a bit of a story, isn't it? it? Is. But Adrian, is it to do with the competition or is it to do with something about your idea and your story that kind of gelled? No, it's not the latter, unfortunately. No, it's it's the competition. I've just been forcing myself on. I've been like, I don't know what's coming next. I didn't take time out to do a plan at all. Like I, I meant to, but I didn't because I thought anytime I've got it at the desk, I'm just going to try and yeah. beat Tristan and get these words out. And that's, um, that's a healthy way to think. That is a good way of writing, I think. I think that, you know, all the experts say do, well, do it that way. So, no, so I've just pushed, for, pushed through it. Basically. So I can't wait to read the acknowledgement to Tristan in the Perhaps it's dedicated to, to Tristan, all of us. That'd be nice. Yeah, dedicated to the Nano Drivo team. Now, guys, we have a special guest. Oh. Do we? Do we love a special guest? I love a special guest. Yeah, oh, we love sweet. a special guest. We've had some great special guests so far. Well, we've had one. That was yeah. Flirt Ferris. She was great. <laughs> she was, she was great. She was. We made her be our coach in the end. We're like, sorry, you're not a guest. You're now our coach. And she actually was getting me through my crisis during the week. So, Alden, buckle up. <laughs> so, today we have Holden Shepherd, author of The Incredible Invisible Boys, which actually is one of my 2020 favourite reads. It was amazing. Welcome, Holden. Ooh. G'day, everyone. Uh, thanks for having me. Great to have you on. Are you a NaNoWriMo? Are you doing it this year or have you done it in the past? Uh, I'm not doing it this time. I'm actually really gutted and I'm quite jealous watching all you <laughs> compare your graphs. Catch and... Just catch up, Holden. You've only got 25,000 words oh. to write tonight. It'll be fun. <laughs> it's only day 15. Anything could happen, right? <laughs> um, no, I'm not. I really wanted to at the start of the year. It was kind of uh, my goal to use the November NaNoWriMo, because they do like the camp NaNoWriMo things, yeah. like yeah. April and July, I want to say. Yeah. Um, so I was hoping to use November to just write something fun that wasn't serious, like just a really fun, I don't know, fantasy book or something um, enjoyable. And, you know, everyone knows that 2020 went south. <laughs> and, and oh, yeah. No plans have come uh, to fruition the way they meant to. So no, so I'm not writing um, this one. But NaNo is basically the way I've written every single thing I've ever done. Really? Oh, really? Right. Wow. And did you yeah. hit that 50K each time was, or how did you go with it? Yeah, pretty much. I, because um, I was looking back, like as I was uh, listening to you guys talking about your, um, your word counts, and I was like, actually, I, I think I've written five or six things, full length pieces, like uh, manuscripts, just through Nano. And it's actually, I don't think I've ever written a manuscript any other way. <laughs> so, wow. so I think this is actually all I know. I only know how to binge write. So um, what can you tell us? What have what have been your learnings over many years? You're you're the, the Don of NaNoWriMo. Yeah. <laughs> you're like the Yoda of NaNoWriMo. <laughs> I'll take the Don. I'm Sicilian. So I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll take Yoda. He's pretty rad. Oh, look, I like Yoda too. Um, no, I just, I think it's so well suited. I mean, like, obviously it is, but arbitrary deadline, zero expectation of quality. <laughs> that's you know like that's that's what the first draft should be hey so yeah. um i find it incredibly um useful the thing i've i've learned maybe um or um I, I, i've tried to be okay with is you know when you start off really badly you know when you have like um oh yeah i often have like day one two yeah, three will be zeros that, yeah. really yeah yeah. Oh, is that what you've literally just had? Pretty much. Yeah. Not. I don't know if it was zeros, but it was like two hundred or three hundred, and then and then Danny's Danny's clocking like five thousand in a day and stuff. So yeah, it was pretty 
pretty demoralizing and had to do a lot of soul searching. Sorry, old mate. (laughs) I will fail just for you, Adrian. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's what a good friend would do. (laughs) That's what our friendship means to me. (laughs) If you could fail to make everyone feel better, that would be great. (laughs) Um, No, but I, I don't know about you guys. I've found that I, it's better to lean into that rhythm than to try to do consistent, like, 1,666 words or whatever the, the average yep. is. You know, every year I used to sit there and think, okay, every single day I have to get that. And if I miss a day, the next day I'm going to get 3,200 and yeah. whatever it is. And I've stopped doing that. I've just gone, look, some days I'm going to binge and go 5,000 in a day. Some days will be zero, 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 and then I'll have to catch up. And, you know, if I don't meet it, you know, a failed NaNoWriMo is still a success, right? You still get... Uh, how many thousand words down you've still done more than you had yeah. before so i like that actually yeah. you had more words than you did on november one holden did you yeah. have buddies like maybe not like this i don't know maybe you did but did you have buddies where you had not only the friendly competition but the really there is a support system here because you know we'll talk about all our crises later um even if tweets are written in caps lock you do feel supported in a strange way <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have you, yeah, I've done Camp NaNoWriMo a few times and they've got a really, actually sounds so naff, but it's like, they set it up like summer camp an online forum. And it's like, you know, the American summer camps where yeah, you're in a lake. Um, and so, yeah, so you have a little cabin. And so I, I've had cabin mates oh, as my great. support buddies oh, previously. Yeah, it's not bad. It's the same, I guess, pretty much what you guys are doing. Yeah. Uh, Tristan snores though. That's the issue. <laughs> I was sort of a bit concerned that I'd, I'd get sent to like Camp Crystal Lake or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Camp Wolf Creek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Holden, I want, I've got to ask you, given you are the, uh, the Don, the Yoda, the, uh, the man who's written every book he's written via the nano system. Mm. Halfway mark, that's where we're at. And I'm finding it a little challenging. I'm pushing on because I don't want to be last, but I Help am us. finding it challenging. <laughs> what advice would you have for us when you get to halfway? You know, it's funny, as I was looking at you updating the, the word counts as to where you are now, I was actually thinking, I think three of you are in, like, the danger zone. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, not to terrify you, but, but you know, like... Um, Thanks, Holden. Oh, no, you haven't terrified <laughs> us at all. <laughs> Sorry, I'm meant to be helping, aren't I? Not we're in a cabin um, and Wolf Creek and we're in the danger zone. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy with a knife outside. Um, no, I... I always find for a manuscript, like the first draft, when you're in the, I don't know, maybe 20 to 30,000 words is like the abyss, you know, and that's, that seems to be the stage where either the manuscript is going to go mm. or it's it, like, if you survive and you get to 30,000, yeah. it's like, oh, like it's yeah. going to be okay. That's why, make it. that's why I've stayed out of it. I've sort of just tried to. <laughs> I thought that was very smart of you, actually, Kristen. You've, you've done really well to just avoid that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I actually really feel like I am staring into the abyss at the moment with that sort of 25 mark because it's like you can get lost in, in you know, you can lose the plot quite literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I must admit I took a couple of days off this week to try and, you know, do some planning and but then I sort of went off on heaps of tangents and then discovered all these crazy subplots and then went researching and now I've put them all in. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from being demoralised, you know, tonight seeing these sort of 30... No, you know what? I'm actually not demoralised at all. I like like bantering with you guys. But um, one, 
I've built in that extra week into my NaNoWriMo where I'm just keep writing anyway. Um, I, so I'm figuring, I know I'm going to finish the thing, right? And so it really doesn't matter. I, I feel um, like I've lifted my word count because you, but all it's doing is just making me focus a little more. I'm really not that bothered about smashing out like two or three or 5,000 words in a day, but I'm actually focusing a little more and not, you know, getting distracted looking, at Twitter and whatever. Well, although we're tweeting like mad people. No, <laughs> that's not true. But I, I yeah. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm feeling okay. Even at, even at the bottom of the ladder, I feel comfortable in myself. Whereas, you know, Adrian needs to be sort of part of the gang and stuff like that. He's sort of, you know, like he needs to try to beat mm. people. And stuff. Whereas mm. I'm, I'm kind of just playing my own game, you know, like mm. I feel like I'm sort of, I, mm. find, uh, I find sort of intrinsic satisfaction from the process. Mm. Yeah. Well, you, basically at the start, you said, I'm not playing by any of the rules that you guys have to play with. I'm just going to do what I want. And we you know, love that. You, well, some of us love it. Some of us <laughs> think it's a massive cheat. But, um, you know, <laughs> that would only be Adrian, Tristan, <laughs> whatever. I mean, you know, just go your own way, Tristan. That's fine. I really think that, um, nano, like any other form of writing is for me is just a mess. Like, yeah, I just have to give in to the fact that every writing day is a surprise and a mess. And you have that one day where you write heaps of words and you just can't get anything done the other days and you get distracted and you start late. And then, you know, so I feel like the whole process of writing a story is always like that for me. It's never smooth sailing. It's never consistent. And you just sit with that and keep on writing anyway. Yeah. That, that sounds about right. I reckon. Um, I think if it was, if it was that formulaic that you could just do it like that, then everybody would be writing books all the time. But mm. yeah, it is a bit weird. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my summation. What about you? What about you guys? Are you Danny um, as at top of the table, 30,000, can you tell me how you managed to power out so many words so consistently? There are so many reasons. Um, the first one, I'm the only unpublished person amongst us so I feel like I have to be a bit of an overachiever and at least I'm achieving something because I'm not the published one so that's part of it um and look I just I, I don't do things halfway so I'm either in or I'm out and so I get up early but I write on my phone so I don't have to get out of bed so I just get my phone and I just write on my phone and then sometime in the day I'll copy and paste it over to my word doc um and then I'll see what how many words I've done and I think I'm just quick on the phone quick thumbs <laughs> and it's just that time where everyone's still asleep i'm still in bed so i haven't disturbed it and i'm just tapping away but don't you find uh, what i find disappointing about writing on the phone is that i'm like oh my god this is amazing i'm just filling up this screen that's just going <laughs> like that and then i copy it over or i airdrop it and i've got like 268 words see i have and such low expectations of myself tristan i'm like oh my god 500 words amazing. <laughs> <laughs> i like that good technique yeah, well, I think, you know, we've all got our families and things and I've got two little kids. You just have to find those times where I do the times where I can write. I also, you know, work full time. So I just have to find those little slices and then I just do it. So Tristan, can I ask you, have you changed your process? Has this, has this whole NaNoWriMo mindset changed how you attack it? I think only being conscious, being conscious of how um, uh, lazy I am. Um, <laughs> You know, or only be, being conscious of how much I can kind of be gentle on myself and sort of not really get much done. And I, you know what I mean? Like I can take a long time. I can sometimes take three or four months to get a draft done. Um, you know, and I say it's because I'm focusing on quality and really trying to carve something and massage each thing and reviewing the thing. But I don't know. I think some of it is just, just, you know, wasting time. 
Mm. So I think I feel like this is making me waste less time. Uh, yeah. Which is but that, that that's what's interesting about Danny is she's got, you know, when you've got not very much time, you've got to use your time really well. Mm. And I saw um, Kate Grenville talking about how she writes. And even though she doesn't have kids now, she's, you know, they're all grown up and everything and she's free. She still has that mentality of just getting down words when she can because that's how she started her writing career was when her kids were little and so just using that time really well and she's still in that habit yeah and you know maybe that's the key when i had um when my kids were little i used to put the headphones on and they'd be like screaming around the house and absolutely chaotic and i would just be in there and you'd just be pounding away the words and you're kind of just thankful that you've got this little bit of time when you're not being jumped on or <laughs> you know um having your hair pulled or come on let's go and do this or whatever so maybe you just treasure those moments so sophie laguna wrote um that amazing book of hers or she's written a few amazing books but her her, her first one has anyone read i have the sheep yeah the the sheep. I, feel yep. like, I feel like i heard that she sort of was in the hall outside her baby's room and she'd quickly just like get some words down you know and then the baby would cry she'd go in and settle the baby and then sit down in the hallway and just be pounding out those words so maybe um you know the kids are the key to high word counts but the i think the other thing is <laughs> that i'm the other thing I'm finding is like when you've got more time and you're sort of really thinking about what that what those words on the page are going to be and like wanting them to be really, you know, special and stuff, you know, you can take forever to write them. But what I'm finding is like not thinking and just kind of bashing stuff out. When you come back, you go, oh, some of it's really, really terrible. But every now and then you go, oh, that's quite good. There's, there's you know, a sentence or something that you can sort of use. I don't know. Like... I think sometimes you can overthink it. They say that that's the key to the arts. I think Joseph Campbell said that's the key to the arts is beginner's mind, you know, to, to, to come at it as a beginner every single day and just show up and, and you know, not to overthink it. And, and, and maybe that's what NaNoWriMo sort of puts you in that sort of headspace. Hmm. Um, so, when I first did NaNoWriMo, I did it as a way to explain to my family that I needed to write. So I said, I'm doing this thing called NaNoWriMo and I have to write 1,600 words a day, okay, guys? And it was a way I could just go, okay, everyone, I'm going to go and do my thing now. You know that thing I'm doing? You know, I've committed to doing it because it was like, you know, years ago and 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 I sort of felt shy about saying I wanted to be a writer and things like that. So it was sort of a way that you could kind of justify spending time writing. Are you, Holden, why, why did you, you know, if Julianne, <clears throat> you know, did Nano for that reason. What what got you into it in the first place? <laughs> you know, I was just thinking, like, I'm never going to whinge again about, like, finding writing time. Because <laughs> you guys talk about having kids and trying to fit that in. And I, like, if I have a tradie in the house somewhere, <laughs> I'm like, like that really temperamental artist, like, rending my garments, and like, I can't write, I can't do it, it's not working. <laughs> What you guys are talking about just sounds completely impossible. Like, I can't imagine having... <laughs> we'll send you some videos um, of our kids. No, it's okay. Around the house. Better, okay. better still, we'll just, we'll just send you our kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Holden's <Just>, house. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My husband and I just got a plant and that felt like a... <laughs> <laughs> now, does the plant interrupt your writing time, Holden? How does the plant interrupt your writing time? <laughs> It's a Venus flytrap and there's all this snapping going on all the time with the flies. No, but you know, it just feels like I have to do stuff. You have to water it. It's just so That's great. I feel Um, for you. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to shut up and stop complaining to the people who have like really busy lives. 
Um, I don't know why I came across it. I, I found it in 2009. Um, and I think I came at it because I really wanted to finish a particular project and I'd been on it. I think I'd started writing in 2001 when I was 13. Um, and oh, I, was, wow. I was then kind of an adult and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I need to finish this, this project. It's, it needs to be done and it needs to be done now. Um, so I think that's how I came across it. And it was, it was not quite the same as what Julianne was saying, but it was kind of that, you know, this is the thing that's going to make me finish the project. Mm. And without doing this, without signing up and logging in and, and logging my uh, word count each day, I'm not going to commit to it. Yep. Uh, and I guess I just started and found it really, really helpful. Like it's the only way I could, the only way I know is to binge write. Um, mm. but the, the, I think that's the, actually the really good. I like that. The binge writing and the buddies. Like I think those two things have kept me afloat. I can't write any other way now. So sorry, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I just, do, do you do any of you write? Do you do like the kind of consistent like jogging of you know like three hundred words every day, and I just show up and do my three hundred words, and that's it? Or is everyone a binge writer? Turns out, I don't think I had my word counts high enough to call it binge, but I mean, it's more sort of you know spurt fits and spurts kind of thing. It's more like yeah, I don't know, a, a trickle maybe. <laughs> but Adrian, Adrian also had a you know up until very recently has had very busy job and then straight off the back of that you've had um kids at home that you've been homeschooling and stuff and so Mm. you have a crazy busy life and yet you have managed to put you know over the last few years you've been prolific you've put out so many books Mm. how do you manage to do it deadlines are a major motivating factor Uh, i don't like to miss a deadline and i uh fuel myself with chocolate and stay up late um whilst everyone's gone to bed. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think just listening to what you were saying a little bit earlier about the NaNoWriMo thing, these, I think a lot of us, well, not a lot of us, but um, some of us might be thinking, this is the book that I've been wanting to write for a number of months, years perhaps. Um, and so you think you're going to get around to it eventually, but maybe you will and maybe you won't. But if you actually commit to something like this, I think it really does. It focuses you and it makes you, it, it, it's, it's like a deadline you've imposed on yourself, but you've got friends that are keeping you honest and um, you know exactly how many words, because when I've got a deadline, I don't really work out how many words I've got to write to get to that deadline. But with this, you've got the graph that updates on the app. You've got, you know, you've got all, all, this, all these reminders that you've got to keep at it. And I think, like you say, Tristan, there was plenty of times the last few days where I didn't really want to be writing. I would have just wandered <laughs> off and I would have, uh, I would have just sat on the couch and uh, opened a packet of Doritos and just thought, how good's this? But, um, but knowing that, did all that but yeah, I still wrote. did all that, but I had my laptop on my, on my lap. Um, no, it's just, um, you just need that extra motivation to do that, um, to do that book that you probably wouldn't have normally done. And because this one's a passion project for me, I don't know whether, I don't know whether I ever would have written this if it wasn't for Nano and I haven't written it yet. So let's, let's not get <laughs> ahead of ourselves, but I don't know whether I would have possibly sort of tinkered away at it. Tristan talks about this thing that it, the, the Google time or what is it? The Google project? What was it? 20% time. 
20% time that the Google people use? Work, How does that work? You work for Google. I don't know whether they still do it, but it used to be that you do four days a week doing what the Google heads tell you to do. Yep. And you get one day a week or, you know, a couple of hours a day to work on some project that's for Google, but it's some cool thing that you've come up with. Like, yep. and I think like Google news and maybe Google AdSense and maybe Google, a whole bunch of their things came from their staff, really smart people spending mm. 20% time. So I sort of would wake up in the morning and, and two walks was my 20 percent time book where i just kind of secretly kind of do it and i didn't yep. have to do it and no one was waiting for it and so that felt really good is that yeah. do you feel that way on this one when uh, that's how i was hoping to approach this one to actually get it done because i've actually got a couple of other books i'm writing at the same time during the day um which have got deadlines um but so i was hoping i could sneak in working on this concept as like this 20 percent thing but it just never happens because you know as we all, we're all so busy and you you, have, you don't necessarily have a deadline you've got no one really you know um telling you uh to get to work and you know it's time now to get that other thing done uh, so you just let yourself off the hook but this keeps you honest it's great um yeah. i i can remember grizzling about you know wanting to write and not having time and you know so many children stuff to to a published writer and um she just turned to me and said well, you don't have to write. Mm. Like, you don't have to do it. And I was like, oh, oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. But, like, it was quite a, quite confronting to be told, well, you know, shut up. You don't have to do it. And that made you go, oh, well, actually, I kind of do have to do it. You know, like it really kind of clarifies that, oh, don't take it off me. Yeah, don't yeah. take it off me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. And do you, Danny, is this the first time you've nanoed? Yeah, it's the first time I've nanoed and the first time, um, you know, I've kept going after that 25,000 sort of slump self-doubt crisis. So that's all thanks to you guys. Huh. Okay. Are you saying you, you usually, you haven't gotten this far into writing a book before? Um, usually that's my point where, you know, and I think Holden, you said it really well, where mm. you think, yeah, I've got this idea. And then I just go full of self-doubt and then I'm like, no, no, I'll do things I'm good at, you know, so I'll do interviews for the pod because that's working or I'll do something else that I'm good at because, you know, that sense of uncertainty and self-doubt just plagues me. Um, but I'm, I'm over that. Well, <laughs> now i can't do what next week will bring <laughs> but, um, you know that was all because like you know adrian said it keeps you honest and you, you people are going no no you can't quit keep going so. especially if you commit this to it on twitter you know, yeah, on, know. Publicly. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah this is this is the first time i've had nano buddies so i've done mm. nano twice and like the first time i think i got to fifteen thousand words and then just went oh yes yeah, stuff that i'll just lie <laughs> to my family say that i'm doing nano and i'll just go look at jumpsuits on it on etsy and then and, and then um last year i just went nowhere with it i was busy with the deadline for another book and it just didn't work but um i want to ask holden like when you've done it before like do you read over what you've done um that's a good question. I don't like think while, I do. While you're going, do you go back? Yeah. No, I don't. And I even when I'm not um, nanoing, I don't. I don't ever look back on it, and I don't even know if that's a good thing or not. But I, I tend to just power on and, and figure I'll fix it and like I'll fix it in the edit, you know. Um, look, it's that analogy of like first draft is pouring all the sand into the sand pit, second draft start building the sand castle. Um, so I'm just like, I just got to get all the sand in. So I do not even look, um, mm. behind me. Um, but the one time I think that has been a problem is when I did nano the first time in 2009 to finish that project. And 
I went back and looked at it and went, oh, this is actually terrible. Like not only <laughs> really? is it bad writing, but the story is, is crap. Oh, God. And so 2010 NaNoWriMo <laughs> was rewriting the whole thing. So I think even though you're trying to put words down, if, if you get to that point, you're like, this is actually not interesting. You know, this story, may, you know, it may be continuing, but the story is not <laughs> interesting or fun or in any way <laughs> important. Um, I've made a wrong turn yeah. somewhere and like fix it. So I, like if I had my time again, I would have fixed yeah. it. But yeah. I, d- I just really had that blinkered, finish the thing, keep going. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was just something you have, like I had to learn to, to know to do it next time. Mm. Um, but I don't know about you guys, when you get blocked, but when you get that point, you're like, this is not working. I, I've started to realize it's not the scene that I'm blocked on that's the problem. It's usually the scene beforehand. And oh, I've like, made a decision in the previous scene that has led me to this new scene. Mm. And it's... I'm sitting with this scene going, nothing's working. But I don't actually think that's the problem. I think often it's, I've made a choice and it was a bad choice. Does anyone I like that. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. <laughs> it is, it is, and it's something to think about. When I had my crisis, I just took a day off and I did some research, and then I went, "Oh, hang on, no, this can keep going." So, <laughs> there you go. but you but you can write yourself into a corner, can't you? Mm. Yeah, I I was forced this week to go back and reread some stuff because I have a um, like a critique group that we re- um, you know once a month with um, some other writers, um, Deborah Bella and Lee and Tanner and Sarah Armstrong and Zanny Louise and we'll just sort of get together. We read like a chapter of each other's work in progress and then we'll each spend sort of 15 minutes on, on that person's thing going, oh, this was really good and this was really good. I didn't understand that. Slows down a bit here and why don't you try this? And I, I was forced to go back and read like uh, chapter three of the book that I'm working on and it wasn't great. Like I didn't feel good about handing it over and fessing it up, but in the spirit of, you know, nano type things, I think I'm being a bit more um, open to that too, you know, like letting people read stuff at an earlier stage kind of thing and being okay with it, the fact that it's not perfect and then talking about the things that aren't perfect about it and then mm. using that to sort of move on. Um, I think it's probably a healthier way than keeping it, keeping it, keeping it, keeping it, keeping it and kind of festering on sometimes bad ideas for many years before you realise they're bad. Mm. I, th- I think the other thing you can do is you can polish a bad idea. And so, mm. like, you get it really, really neat and really, really, yeah. and you think, oh, yeah, no, it's great. And then you share it with someone and they say, actually, you've got to undo all this. And you go, but it all, it's all neat and tidy and it all works. And, mm. you know. You polish the turd. I the yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Tristan. Yeah. <laughs> Tristan's going to drop the mic now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've inspired something on Twitter. Maybe we haven't, but I feel like people are being more honest with us. You know, when you see the threads and people going, I've hit a wall or I've, my tense is all messed up or yeah, I've yeah, done this really- tragic backstory, which I'm going to yeah. cut. I feel like people, um, you know, maybe they've been open with other people as well, but they're really being open on the thread because we're all sharing that day when we've had a bad day or the mistakes we've made. And I think it's just built a really positive community through all that, mm. you know, stuff that we're battling with. How does everyone feel that Tristan has another group? I, I, I need it, clearly. I mean, <laughs> Julianne. These support groups. Stop being possessive, Julianne. Hey, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not. I saw that look when I said that, Julianne. I saw the look and I couldn't read what it was. And now I've re- realised. Tristan, uh, we don't own you. It's fine. You're free to have other groups. As gosh, you're so diplomatic, jumps. Danny. Is that how come you're the host? Well, I just, I'm not a possessive person. He turns up first day and says, you know how I'm doing this NaNoWriMo thing? I'm just going to throw out all the rules. And you're like, that's great. I love it. Fantastic. No, Tristan. 
You just hold yourself my, accountable, mate. You just mimicked my voice. Very well, I think. I did not enjoy that at all. <laughs> no, Adrian, that's that's schoolboy error, mate. You never, never do the mimicking, man. <laughs> hey, when you're this good at mimicking, Danny, you, you know. You just got to roll with it. That's what he does um, instead of writing. But I did want to ask, because the challenge, there are some challenges coming up. We're halfway. Um, I can see plenty of challenges coming my (laughs) way. Um, Not least of which uh, when I get the phone call after this podcast. But um, (laughs) one of my problems is is I I like to do what Tim Harris does. And he sort of has... has, um, he has the post-it notes where one's pink and one's yellow and one's whatever. And he makes sure, and he puts it all up on the wall uh, as he's writing, as he planned out the, the, the novel, you know, like in those days where I used to plan stuff. Um, and he'd have like a wacky scene and then he'd have like an action scene, different color. And then he'd have a, you know, a exposition scene, whatever, you know? So I've just thrown that out completely. And I'm just hoping by instinct that we're getting sort of some sort of balance here. But I think the challenge, the challenge is when you sort of, when you're running into a tunnel and there's, there's no, it's all black. Um, you don't really know <laughs> which turn to take next. And that's where I, that's where, uh, that's why I'm struggling at the 25k point. So what I want to know from Holden is he's saying like it's staring into the abyss at 25k. He said, we're all in the danger zone. He's freaked us the hell out, right? How do we get through this Holden? What do we do to get to week three? Um, look, Adrian, that's where I'd like to leave you all. Just destroy all four of you. That's really why I came here. Uh, I appreciate um, that. Well, you've done well. You're a great guest. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Look, I, the thing I find, it's actually funny that you said the tunnel thing. Cause I, I often talk about when I'm writing anything, like but the first draft of the manuscript, I can only see about a chapter ahead of me yeah. at any time. And, it, and I always talk about, it, it feels like I'm walking down a tunnel with a torch. So yeah. I can only see at, like as far as the torch will show me. Mm. And so all, all I have usually is, um, a very, very boring Excel spreadsheet, which is my whole book outline which is about um, a sentence or two sentences for each chapter. Just saying, you know, this chapter, such and such happens. This chapter, they finally have a confrontation, whatever. Um, and then it's only as I write that I, I plan ahead. Mm. So, so as I'm writing chapter seven and I finish for the day, I always finish, I always finish in the middle of a sentence so that I know that tomorrow when I sit at the desk, I don't have to think of like what, what the hell happens next. I'm just like, well, I know the next word is like blue. Mm. And so I can just keep going and it gives you that feeling of, well, at least I got one word. Yeah. Um, so I always finish mid sentence. And, uh, and after I finish that, when I leave that sentence hanging, I just do like maybe half a page of dot points of like, as far as the tunnel I can see, you know, the next few things that are going to happen is um, A, B, and C. Yeah. I don't know where the rest of the book is going, but I know that from, from what I can see in my head, those are the next three or four things that are happening. And mm. I just jot it down. So at least I know tomorrow, it, there's something there. I don't know if that helps. My, my process is intuitive and that's not very, um, it's not very useful. No, to talk no, about. no, that, that helps because um, I'm normally, I, I normally plan it out and I've done no planning for this whatsoever. So I feel, oh. yeah, I feel definitely like I'm, I'm completely out of the comfort zone. So that does help to think about the next couple of chapters. I think you've written enough books though now, Adrian, to be able to trust yourself. I think, I think there's a certain trust that you get up when you've managed to write a bunch of stories that hold together and have been published and that, you know, kids love and have read. And um, I think you start, you, you can put some trust in yourself. And so in those moments 
when you're in the dark and you can only see three feet in front of you kind of thing, you can trust to keep on stepping forward because, you know, you, you've already got the runs on the board. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, you, you still, you've also got that constant self-doubt as well, saying mm-hmm. you're going the wrong way the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you've just got to balance the two, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you write a sentence and you just look at it and you go, how am I a published novelist? <laughs> how am I one of them? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it'll be really interesting, Adrian, to see when you, because you've planned everything, it'll be interesting to see the end result of this one and see how it yeah. works. I think Tristan's right. <laughs> I think Tristan's right because um, you find yourself, uh, you know, you might be just walking along with the kids or whatever, and you find yourself daydreaming and you, you do, you're almost subconsciously doing a plan for what's going to happen at the end. I had no idea what the ending was going to be until uh, a couple of days ago. And then I was just walking along with the kids. I think we we're in the playground actually. And I just thought, oh, hang on, this could happen, you know? And then, I, so I think it sort of might even just be happening in the background as you're going. Yeah. it's happening while you're doing other things and it's like um i saw um ann cleaves who writes you know the vera mysteries and shetland and those ones um i saw her speak at bendigo writers festival and she doesn't plan anything she doesn't even know who did it (laughs) (laughs) you know she just she just writes and keeps going yeah Who's planned their ending? So you've got yours, Adrian. I've got mine. I, I, I've got an I vague idea yeah. of what should happen, but I don't know yeah. how it'll play out. Yeah. Yeah. I've written my ending. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So have I. Tristan? Tristan? Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have an ending uh, as it is at the moment in that first draft, but I mean, it's very unsatisfying yeah. and very kind of bitsy. And I actually have the, the sort of climactic scene, this kind of bank robbery that goes wrong and stuff i've got i realized in the draft that i have i have like five different versions of that like one after the other (laughs) they're very kind of similar just variations on a theme kind of thing Mm. i just had one shot at it and another shot at it and another shot at so you know my word count's going to go down by about four (laughs) thousand words one day these six kind of um dodging or or it could be a choose your own adventure tristan yes (laughs) But only in that scene. Yeah, that scene. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I do have an ending. But don't you feel that when you're, um, when you're kind of following your nose and you're writing like a reader, um, that that ending changes too as you go along mm. and you realise, oh, okay, you realise something one day and you go, well, that can't be the ending. There's no way they can end up in jail because of this. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I actually think this is the harder part than the ending myself because mm. if you're writing it chronologically, this is that annoying, saggy middle bit. And, you know, you've, it's just always the way. So, and I, I'm not looking forward to this week, but I'm going to do what Holden says. I'm going to know where I'm going to pick up. Yeah, right. I'm going to leave it. I'm not going to write myself completely out. I'm going to leave it so I know. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, I think I'll be terrified. A, very, a variation on that that Judy Nunn uh, does, she gets to the end of the day and then she goes into caps lock and goes bang, 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 then this should happen and then blah, 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 and then he should do this. And so when she comes back, she's sort of got a kind of mini outline. Mm. Uh, so mm. Brace yourself, Holden, for all of us tweeting you all week, um, you know, for moral well, support, just... for whatever reason, Fleur copped it last week, so it's your turn, it's only fair. We'll, we'll be we'll be tweeting you for your address for where to send our children. How that's many right. children have we got combined? Um, <laughs> two, four, six. You've got five, so it's eleven. You'll be fine. 
I'll be fine. Get get the kids to look after the plant. I mean, it's great. Danny V's been very quiet during this whole session, but wouldn't you be? Like, if you were on 30,000 words, mm. you would just listen to us going, oh, well, maybe you need to do this, and why don't you try that? And you'd just, inwardly, you'd just be laughing at us. Tristan, it's what? so the opposite. It's so oh. the opposite. You have no idea. <laughs> Every word is, like, plagued with self-doubt, but, you know... I got there, got to 30 with you guys, and I'm feeling good about this week. So, because I've, I've, I've done the dot points um, yeah. for the next three chapters coming up. So, I've done this happens, this happens, this happens. So, I feel like at least I, at least I can do three chapters. Well, you're our hero, Danny B. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're looking for heroes in the wrong places, Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> I suggest you look elsewhere. <laughs> but thank uh, you. Played hard, done good, I reckon. A uh, couple of shout-outs to our Twitter friends who are also doing Nano. nano. Uh, Ashley Meekle on 26,225. I passed halfway. Emma Mars on 20K, solid effort. Good. Uh, Tamara Reed's on 11 and she was the one who swapped tenses and was like, ah, don't worry, I'll fix the dog's breakfast later. So I like that positive <laughs> attitude. Uh, you, you were Ramsey was writing tragic backstories, which she's sure she's going to cut out, but she was like, Hey, word count. So she made it to 27,570. Yep, I like it. And yep. Nicole de Morton, uh, 25,000, uh, word. Uh, Holden's given us some excellent advice and, uh, we'll just see where we're at, I guess. Cause then after we get through this week, we're all basically into the home stretch, aren't we? Like this is the, this is the premiership quarter. This is where. It's won or lost. Where dreams are made. That's well, we right. need to be at 37,000 by next time we speak on the oh, podcast. Gosh, that sounds like a lot. Does anyone actually have a novel that finishes at 50,000? Because I've always thought it's such an arbitrary... Yeah, I all my books are 50,000. I'm not kidding. They, they really are like those. That sort of <laughs> middle grade, you know, that oh, okay. my novels just... I mean, that's the, that's the goal. I mean, I can write it, write 60 if I want to, or I, I never have. I actually, I actually, it's hard for me to get up to the 50. I usually start at 25 and then go 30 and then 35 and slowly build up. But yeah. yeah. And, and I've got to say, I'm writing middle grade too, Holden. So I, I, I want mine to be around 50. I, I don't, I mm. don't, I, I don't think a kid's book needs to be any longer than that. If it hasn't got world building and fantasy and stuff like mm. that, it's like, you know. Yeah. And the most inexperienced writer here has to get to 90, guys. So 90? It's crime fiction, 80, 90. Oh, my goodness. So. Yeah. That's the weird thing. When you are writing adult, it, it has yeah. to, you know, you finish Nano and then you're like, cool, I'm halfway through a book. What's your sweet spot, Holden, for word count? Um, mine, my, my drafts always end up at 100, which is too long. Yeah, right. Okay. Wow. Um, what was Invisible then, Boys? Um, I think it ended up being published at around 92 90, or 96 mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I, I had a really great, you know, I had like that one edit where you really slash and burn. Mm. And I think I went from 98 to 88 and I was like, this is great. And then I added in <laughs> all these scenes and I'm going back up to like 96. Mm. So, um, and that was, you know, wrong for YA. It, like it's too long for You know what, though? Can I say, and I'm being honest here because you know how much I loved Invisible Boys. I'm a fast reader anyway, but for me, it did not feel like 96,000 words. You know how sometimes you get a book and it's quite a thick book and you're like, okay, this is going to take me, you know, this is what I have to do for the pod. This is going to take me a week. I have to, you know, get organised to read this. I read yours in about two days and honestly, it did not feel like that at all. I just flew through it because it was so good. Mm. Um, 
Well, that, yeah, okay. Well, that's, that's good. That's, that's what I hate Thanks. sometimes when you read a book on an e-reader and you can't see how thick it was and you're yes. going, oh, my God, this is going forever. Yeah. Um, mm. But mm. Uh, can I ask about reading? Because Danny's doing all this reading while doing NaNoWriMo. Mm. Who can read while they're writing this much? You were reading this week, Tristan. Yeah. I usually read five books simultaneously. So Andy read like, you know, very slowly, but with all five books going at once and a couple of audio books. Yeah. Mm. Very disappointing, but that's the way I seem to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and Holden, when you, when you've done NaNoWriMo, have you read books as well? No, I haven't. I find this fascinating that um, people can, I, I like My brain can't handle it. And mm. if, if I do, like I can't write and read at the same time, if I'm working on a manuscript, for two months, I don't read any books for two months. Really? And People say that. I'm always writing though, so it would mean giving up reading. Mm. Um, yeah, okay, yes. But do you, like, do you do it on the same day? Like, do you write in the morning, read in the arvo? Or I mean, I read, I read before bed and, and often not many pages because I fall asleep. <laughs> but, you know, like, I'll read, yeah, like I'll read, I'll read a couple of chapters before bed kind of thing. If I do ever make, it's a mistake to read when I'm mid-manuscript, but if I do it, like I'll read like a murder mystery and then the next day I'll be like, do you know what my manuscript is missing? <laughs> a murder mystery. Like, and then I just need to put that in, like, and it's, it's wrong. Like that's, I'm just inspired by the latest thing. I, I love that so much. And Julianne, do you, do you read and write? Um, I have to read some, if I, if I do read while I'm writing this much, which normally I I don't actually, but if I do, it has to be something like way different to what I'm writing. So like, um, you know, it has to be adult or like, I can't read another middle grade book while I'm writing a middle grade book. Interesting. And um, I think that's, I, I love reading much more than I love writing. So <laughs> I find that the hardest thing. Cause I just, I, I can someone pay me to read. I love reading, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, it has to be completely different. And sometimes it still inspires things and, you know, reading a good book always, you know, gets you thinking and, and things like that, but it can't be anything like what I'm writing. Mm. I've been reading um, Siddhartha by Herman Hesse um, before bed and, you know, like it's clearly not a middle grade um, <laughs> sort of crime comedy, um, but, you know, there are little things, there are trickle down mm. things, there's wisdom in it and mm. then, you find that the characters, you go, okay. I, I love that trickle down effect of. Yeah, so, so do I. On, mm. What about you, AB? Uh, yeah, I read, I read uh, within the genre and I also watch TV. I binge uh, on Netflix within the genre as well. Um, so when I was writing the Derek Dool, um Junior Fiction Series, I was just watching the young ones over and over and over and over again. So um, because I do find that it, it yeah, you put you in the, it, in the zone, I think. What a great excuse so to use... watch the young ones. Yeah, you know, that's right. Exactly. You don't need an excuse. And, you know, I rewatched uh, a lot of Faulty Towers and all those sort of stupid classic um, British comedies because I wanted to really infuse it with that wackiness. Um, and so I just wanted to immerse myself. So I, I, yeah. just, wa I just watch what my kids call Nana TV. <laughs> They're going, are you watching Nana TV again? I'm like, yeah, like Antics Roadshow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a genre, but hey. It is I now. It is now. Saying, uh, I thought you said Nano TV. I thought it was no. just <laughs> watch writers yeah. yeah. thousands of words. I, I can highly recommend the latest episode of Antiques Roadshow. There was this diamond and she thought it was worth this much and it was actually worth, you know, £25,000. And I was Spoiler very alert. excited. 
<laughs> it was so good. It's pretty much every episode, Danny. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm I'm like Holden. I get too I'm too easily influenced, Holden. I'm like you. We're we're sponges. <laughs> yeah, you just want to replicate what you just saw because it was amazing. You know, highly oh. recommend after Nano read Invisible Boys. Yes. It's so good. Invisible Boys, get onto it. I loved it. I really did. <laughs> I got to read early chapters of Invisible Boys, didn't I, Holden? Uh, through oh, the- did you? Yeah, yeah. Tristan, I was going to say it's actually cool to. Like, you meet, I mean, all of you, but Tristan is one of the very first people in the world who read Invisible Boys. Wow. How much did it change from that, from the what Tristan read? Almost not at all. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, um, there was a, yeah, there was a first, I had to send 10 pages to um, an award that Tristan was judging in 2017. Wow. And, uh, yeah, that, that scene is still, it's edited, but that scene is still in the book. It was a standout, um, like I still remember mm. that scene and I still, yeah, it was a, It was a, in the, I don't know how many, we sort of read the finalists, me and I think it was Libby Gleason maybe. Um, and yeah, it was it was a powerful standout read, you know, in all yeah. the things that we read. It was definitely the winner. I think we all, we all sort of um, settled on your manuscript. So yeah. I'm so glad it's great for me to see you doing this <laughs> too. And, you know, lucky enough to be on the words and nerds podcasts and, um, you know, out in the world, it's been good sort of seeing you fly over the last couple of years. Yeah. yeah thank special. you so much. Thank you. Heaps. It's all right. You'll be thanking us during the week when we tweet you 400 times an hour. Yeah. I am fine. Bring it on. I will <laughs> retweet like, everything you tweet at me remove just to humiliate you. <laughs> <laughs> just get us through that danger zone, Holden. Get us through. I will. I'll well, send you gifts, okay? Oh, I yeah. love gifts. Gifts mm. are my favourite. They're going to be Top Gun gifts, aren't they? They're going to be highway <laughs> yep. to danger zone sort of thing. <laughs> danger zone. Danger zone. Yeah. Wolf Archer. Archer says danger zone. I'm going to go with that. Well, last time we were talking about misery, um, Tristan, and this week we're talking about Wolf Creek. So they always end a bit grim. Uh, I've decided that um, that Danny, rather than Annie Wilkes, it was Danny Wilkes, and that um, she was going to hobble Adrian Beck. Yeah, mm. no, she's my greatest fan. It worked, Adrian. You've got heaps done this week. Have, but you know what worked? What worked was not you. You saying stop caring about how good it is and uh tristan uh, chomping at the you know at my heels the whole time so that was the two things that i needed i needed oh, julianne so glad to say, i helped you out adrian no i can't catch you <laughs> you're in a league of your own but julianne saying you're trying to be too good don't worry about it just put down any old crap and um tristan saying uh, i'm catching it i'm catching it all right i'm, I'm that's feeling what, inspired that's though after this i feel like uh i'm gonna have a good crack at hitting I don't know. What are we going to eat? What's your goal this week? 37,000. Really? That's it. That's the goal. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Let's end on a more positive note. Whatever you write, guys, is going to be amazing and we'll just celebrate it. Who will be in front when we catch up next? Um, Danny. I think Adrian will because he wrote the most words this week. So I reckon he's just going to, he's a, he's a, Smash yeah. it out. I've got a couple of other things due this week, so I'm in trouble. I can feel it coming, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, if you have a crisis, tweet it. We'll all be there for you in caps lock. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us, Holden. You've been an amazing guest. I love speaking to you, so thank you. Likewise. I've loved uh, speaking to you again and meeting you all. Um, thanks for letting me gate crash the party and uh, bring on the gifts. Bring it on. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Holden. Man.